Welcome back, listeners, to our deep dive series where we take you through groundbreaking papers. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we're unpacking a robust piece that sparked a lot of conversation, Sustainable Market Incentives, Lessons from European Feebates for a ZAV Future. Authored by Aditya Ramji, Daniel Sperling, and Lewis Fulton from the Institute of Transportation Studies at the University of California, Davis, this paper ons in on crucial policy mechanisms that could shape our path to a greener automotive future. Let's set the scene. We're discussing the transition to electric vehicles, or EVs, and the role that government policies play in that leap forward. With global transport emissions needing a nosedive to reach net zero targets and EV adoption identified as a major strategy, we're at a pivotal moment. Precisely, Tom. Now, this paper is significant because it examines the design and evolution of fee-bait programs, that's a portmanteau of fee and rebate, in a selection of European countries. The goal of these policies encouraging the purchase of zero-emission vehicles, ZVs. With financial sustainability of EV incentive programs under scrutiny, a self-financing market mechanism like fee-baits could be just the ticket. Digging into lessons learned from five European nations, the authors tease out 13 characteristics of effective fee-bait policy. The introduction sets up the urgency of the EV transition, citing multiple national and global decarbonization strategies. It raises the point that while ambitions for a ZEV future are high, it's robust policy frameworks that we really need to realize this vision. Exactly, Jen. And that's where fee-bait shine. Instead of relying entirely on subsidies that might not always deliver or have budget constraints, fee-baits can self-finance by levying fees on high-emission cars to fund rebates for cleaner ones. Moving into the core discussion, the paper takes us through detailed analyses of the objectives, methodology, and results. The objectives are clear. To study the fee-bait designs and their evolution, understanding how they can influence the ZV transition in European countries. Methodology-wise, the research compares fee-bait mechanisms across five key EU territories using a robust data set of automotive sales, emission metrics, and the very policy designs themselves. It's a meticulous approach, diving into national nuances and seeing what fee-bait policies worked and what didn't. Then we get into the meaty part, the findings. The thing is, there's no one-size-fits-all model. Different countries have different milestones they want to hit, and the fee-baits are tweaked accordingly. Very true, Tom. We see fee-bait designs with continuous or step functions for fees and rebates, different threshold points for what constitutes a lower-emission vehicle, and even provisions based on a car's weight. As for the implications and applications, they took this analysis and looked at how these lessons can adapt and apply globally. Whether it's fostering technology leapfrogging or navigating the political terrain around clean transport policy, fee-baits have a potentially transformative role. The conclusion pulls all these threads together, emphasizing the broad-stroke findings. EV adoption isn't just about the economics, it's about attitudes, public perception, government pronouncements, and even marketing campaigns by car manufacturers are significant players. Our personal take? Policies like fee-baits that incentivize cleaner vehicles can be powerful catalysts for change. They encourage manufacturers to innovate and consumers to make more eco-conscious choices. It's about creating a market where sustainable transport solutions are not only viable, but are actively thriving.
upbeat sound? Is high emission giving you a tough time? Do gas guzzlers have you seeing red, both environmentally and financially? Have no fear. EcoDrive Feebate Facilitators is here. Quirky, playful music. We're the middlemen between your gas-guzzling blues and green-driving bliss. Trade in your old clunker, and we'll not only give you a rebate, but also a high-five for saving the planet. Sound effect of cash register and a car zoom. Get cash back to zip around in a zesty zero-emission vehicle. Our Feebate system is as fresh as forest air and as balanced as a vegan's breakfast plate. And hey, with every Feebate deal, we'll throw in a free air freshener because nothing smells quite as delightful as responsibility. So cruise on down to EcoDrive Feebate Facilitators, where we help you drive clean and also keep your wallet green. EcoDrive Facilitators, driving change, one rebate at a time. Now that's Vroom with a view. Welcome everyone to another episode of our podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today we're diving into a fascinating study that intersects with tourism, environmental policy, and human behavior. That's right, Jen. We're analyzing the paper Free Public Transport to the Destination, a Causal Analysis of Tourists' Travel Mode Choice by Kevin Bletler, Hannes Wallemann, and Widar von Arks. And this isn't just another research paper. It's shedding light on a critical issue, transport's impact on CO2 emissions, specifically within the tourism industry. To set the scene, tourism globally contributes about 8% to greenhouse gas emissions. A substantial part of this comes from transportation, particularly in domestic stays. It's quite astounding, right, Tom? Especially since domestic trips made by car reach a whopping 90% in developed countries. The shift toward public transport is seen as a golden ticket to reducing our carbon footprints. Exactly. This study is interesting as it looks at a Swiss tourism destination that introduced free public transport tickets for overnight guests. They stay at least three nights and they get access to the entire Swiss public transport network for their journey to and from the destination. And what's incredible here is that the researchers have seized an opportunity thanks to the randomness of day-to-day -day business. Not all guests were informed about this offer allowing the researchers to essentially create a natural experiment. Right, because what we have here are two groups, informed and uninformed guests. By examining these groups, researchers can determine if the free public transport offer actually influenced guests' travel choices. Now, the methodology and techniques used are quite robust. They've utilized something called propensity score matching and causal forests to determine this impact. With these methods, they found a shift from private cars to public transport due to the policy. 16.9 percentage points using propensity score matching and 11.6 points with the causal forest approach, on average. This knowledge is critical for policymakers because it means that introducing such policies can have a meaningful impact on tourist travel behavior and, by extension, on environmental sustainability. But what does this mean for the field? It shows that with the right incentives, tourists are willing to make more environmentally friendly travel choices, even for short domestic trips. It broadens the horizons for similar policies in the future, giving us empirical evidence that can guide more sustainable strategies in tourism. As we wrap up, it's important to reflect on this paper's broader relevance. It's a beacon for change in a world grappling with climate issues. And it's an example of how creativity in policy can lead to actual measurable change in behavior. 
echoing the sentiment that every little bit helps on the journey toward a greener world. So folks, that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, change can start with something as simple as choosing how we get to our next holiday destination. Until next time, this has been Tom and Jen, inspiring you to think deeper about the world around us. Stay curious. Has a research paper ever inspired a business before? You bet it has. Introducing the latest travel sensation, EcoRide Getaways. Picture this. You're packing for a vacation and your suitcase is clunky and loud. Not very relaxing, right? Well, EcoRide Getaways eliminates that noise with our silent wheels upgrade on every trip. Forget about hunting for parking spots or navigating unfamiliar streets. With EcoRide Getaways, your travel mode choice is simplified. Free public transport included with every stay. Our transport trolley dance troupe greets you with environmentally friendly choreography. So delightful, it'll make you forget about gas-guzzling guilt. And for the statistically-minded, we've got a live propensity score-matching game show on board. Match your way to carbon neutrality and win extra legroom. Eco-Ride Getaways, where your footprint is smaller, but the adventure is bigger. Book your silent wheel extravaganza now and embrace the eco-funky way to travel. Welcome to today's episode where we unearth the nuances of ESG-driven pairs algorithm for sustainable trading, analysis from the Indian market. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we'll take a deep dive into a paper that proposes a novel approach to algorithmic trading by integrating environmental, social, and governance ESG ratings with pairs trading techniques. Let's start with why this paper is significant. ESG has become a buzzword in the investment world as the industry shifts towards recognizing the importance of sustainability alongside financial returns. Historically, trading strategies have focused on making a profit, often at the expense of environmental or social factors. This paper, however, offers a framework that places ESG considerations at the forefront. The key concepts here revolve around ESG ratings, algorithmic trading, and pairs trading. ESG ratings grade companies based on their environmental impact, social responsibility, and governance practices. Onto algorithmic trading. It's essentially automating trading decisions based on predefined criteria. It's incredibly fast and can handle complex strategies that would be difficult for humans to execute at the same pace. Pairs trading comes into play when two historically correlated stocks diverge in price. The algorithm then bets on their eventual reversion to the mean. The proposition here is that we weave in ESG ratings to select which stock pairs to trade. Moving on to the paper's core, it explores this integration in detail. The method begins with sourcing ESG data for Indian firms and uses sophisticated statistical techniques to identify co-integrated stock pairs that are likely to revert back to a mean. They factored in technical indicators for trade execution and ran back tests to analyze the model's effectiveness. The result? The strategy outperformed traditional pairs trading methods while remaining true to ESG principles. The implications for this are vast. Not only could this encourage more sustainable investment practices, but it could also pressure firms to improve their ESG performance due to increased financial interest. As we conclude, we must reflect on the synergy between ethical investment practices and financial gain that this paper captures. It's a step towards a future where investments are aligned with the well-being of our planet and society.
it opens up new pathways for investors who want to adhere to ethical practices without sacrificing returns. The potential applications are widespread, including influencing policymaking and academic research. What we see here is a transformation in trading approaches, melding traditional finance with responsible investing. It's a testament to how finance can evolve to support a sustainable future. Before we sign off, let's acknowledge this paper could very well be a catalyst for change in investment strategies. It reminds us all that it's not just about the money. It's about making the money work for the well-being of everyone and everything involved. Absolutely, Jen. And with that thought, we thank you listeners for tuning in to today's insightful session. Stay invested, not just financially, but also in the future of our planet. Have you ever found yourself caught between making money and saving the planet? Well, buckle up for a wild ride with GreenSense Trading Co., the only brokerage firm where your stock portfolio goes to yoga class and drinks wheatgrass shots. GreenSense isn't just any trading platform. Oh no. Here, our algorithm plays Cupid by pairing stocks not just based on performance, but they gotta mesh with those green social vibes too. Tired of the old guilt trip when your stocks harm the environment? With GreenSense, you'll sleep like a baby koala hugging a rainforest tree. Your conscience can chill because your investments are cleaner than your grandma's kitchen floor. And we're not just about trees hugging you back. Our platform makes sure you're investing in companies that treat their employees like the rock stars they are. No company lounge, no investment. Finally, you can tell your friends you're doing pairs trading and they'll think you're in an environmentally friendly dance competition. So go ahead, swipe right on sustainable trading with GreenSense Trading Co. Sign up today and we'll plan a friendship tree for you and your first stock match. GreenSense, we're rooting for your green. Terms and conditions apply. Friendship tree may take decades to mature. GreenSense Trading Co. is not responsible for any awkward tree-hugging encounters. Welcome economics and data science enthusiasts to another thrilling episode of our show where we dive deep into the sunny crossroads of economics, education, and machine learning. Today we're unpacking a fascinating paper written by Hannes Wallemann and Silvio Stitcher from the University of Applied Sciences and Arts Lucerne, titled How to Use Data Science in Economics, a Classroom Game Based on Cartel Detection. Before we dive into the nitty-gritty, let's set the stage. This paper is a guiding star in the educational galaxy, blending the complexity of economics with the precision of data science into a classroom game designed to enhance learning through active engagement. That's right, Tom. Cartels, these are the villains in our market story, artificially inflating prices and lowering quality. And it's been a hot topic in economics ever since George Stigler penned the theory of oligopoly back in 1964. Fast forward to recent times, the field of industrial organization has evolved from purely theoretical to being data-driven thanks to the advent of rich data sets and machine learning. This brings us to the modern challenge for students and practitioners. To stay proficient, one must merge the understanding of market dynamics and competition with cutting-edge data science skills. So, Wallemann and Stitcher have devised this game that puts players into this virtual world of procurement in the construction sector. It's a compelling fusion of theoretical knowledge and practical data analysis, 
all wrapped up in an engrossing educational experience. The objective? To teach participants how to detect cartels using modern data science tools. It's structured in parts, starting with players acting as firms in a competitive or possibly collusive market, and it culminates with the analysis of bidding patterns to sniff out any whiff of cartel behavior. And to elucidate, participants take on the role of a competition authority in the game's final act, wielding the recent machine learning literature on cartel detection like a sword to cut through the dense forest of data for signs of collusion. That covers our intro, but let's pause a moment before marching into the core. Reflect on this. The crafty blend of education and entertainment isn't just a frivolous adventure. It's a response to a challenge, a tool to keep learners both engaged and equipped for the modern economic battleground. A battlefield where data is the currency and expertise in both domains is your armor. Let's strap in and dissect this thrilling academic concoction after a short break, shall we? And welcome back. It's time to roll up our sleeves and break down how to use data science in economics, a classroom game based on cartel detection. Deep breaths, everyone. We're venturing into the core of this paper. So the game sets the stage, a procurement market rife with opportunities for construction firms to either play fair or dirty. Players start by submitting bids for projects, but here's the rub. They can choose to be competitive or collude. This choice isn't just for kicks. It's a masterclass in understanding market dynamics up close and personal. Exactly. Participants engage with economic theory, yes, but they also grapple with strategy, psychology, and of course, data science. The bids each firm submits, they're not just bids, they're data. And that data is about to go under the microscope. Moving on to the methodology, the paper takes inspiration from recent literature around detecting cartels using machine learning. It's all about analyzing patterns that might suggest collusion, such as anomalous pricing and market behavior. And, Tom, it gets better. The game adapts to different knowledge levels, making it brilliant for classrooms with diverse expertise. It brings data science and economics under one roof without overwhelming the residents. So key findings? It's a potent mix. Not only does the game show promise in helping players understand cartel dynamics, but it also flexes their data science muscles in a very, very practical way. Which brings us neatly to the implications. What we've got here is a blueprint for education in economics and data science that's interactive, integrating theory with practice, and framed in a narrative that's both enriching and enjoyable. Enthusiastically agreed. The potential impact on the way economics is taught and understood is profound. This method could revolutionize classroom dynamics and knowledge retention, not to mention the blurring line between learning and playing. Now for the grand conclusion. Wallaman and Sticker have concocted an educational brew that's potent and palatable. This game, this methodology, it's a beacon for educators. It serves a dual purpose, Jen. It teaches the mechanics of detection, while also inciting a deeper interest in the relationship between economics and data science. There's a beauty in the complexity, isn't there? It's like watching a dance where each step is calculated and every move is designed to teach through transformation. Our personal take? It's brilliant. This paper isn't just teaching us how to detect cartels. It's redefining how we teach and learn about economics in a data-driven world. It's about connection, linking concepts to actions, theory to practice, and learning to fun. It doesn't get better than that. With that profound thought, 
we wrap up today's deep dive. Thanks for tuning in and keep your thinking caps on and your data sharp. Hey listeners, are you tired of the same old dry economics textbooks and dusty chalkboards? Do you dream of crushing cartels with your bare hands? Well, wake up because we've got something special for you. Introducing Detective Econ, the groundbreaking software where you, yes you, can become the Sherlock Holmes of the economic world. Brought to life by the brilliant minds inspired by Wallaman and Sticker's paper, this is your virtual playground for busting monopolies and sniffing out collusion. Got a hunch your classmates are price-fixing their lunch trades? Load up Detective Econ and get to the bottom of it. Use real data science tools to turn the cafeteria into your personal game of Clue. Was it Timmy with the artificially high sandwich prices in the library? And if that's not enough, strap in for the ultimate challenge with Detective Econ's Cartel Crusher Expansion Pack. It's a fast-paced thrill ride where you can unleash algorithms and econometric models to take down virtual villains in the market's underbelly. Love graphs? Got a thing for numbers? With Detective Econ, you can plot your way to victory. Brush up on your microeconomics and throw down some regression analysis. It's statistically significant fun for the whole family. Act now and we'll throw in a pair of Monopoly magnifying glasses absolutely free. See the market in high-definition clarity, spot suspicious bidding patterns, and never again be fooled by your little sister's too-good-to-be-true lemonade stand prices. Detective Econ, because when life gives you data, make deductions. Dial 1-800-ECON now, because in the market of educational games, this offer is truly the invisible hand. Detective Econ is not responsible for any real-life monopolies busted. Nerdy Econ tattoos sold separately. Get your copy today. And remember, keep it weird, keep it informed, and keep on playing. Welcome to our in-depth podcast, where we discuss groundbreaking academic papers in detail. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen, ready to unpack some serious science for our listeners. Today we explore a paper on an intriguing subject, optimal portfolio under ratio type periodic evaluation in incomplete markets with stochastic factors. This study delves into the world of finance and mathematics, bridging complex theories with practical applications in portfolio management. Before we jump into the core of the paper, let's establish some crucial background for our listeners. The paper we're discussing is a significant contribution to financial economics and specifically to the field of portfolio optimization. In financial management, the term portfolio refers to a selection of investments held by an individual or institution. The goal is to balance risk against expected returns, which requires sophisticated mathematical models to address uncertainties in market behaviors. This paper is momentous because it addresses portfolio management in an incomplete market model. Unlike a complete market where all risks can be hedged or eliminated through diverse forms of existing assets, an incomplete market lacks this quality. An incomplete market is much more common in the real world, so a study that offers new insights into optimal portfolio strategies in such contexts is incredibly valuable for practitioners like hedge fund managers or institutional investors. The paper focuses on an infinite horizon, which means that the portfolio's performance is evaluated on an ongoing, perpetual basis. This is quite relevant since many investors are concerned with long-term gains rather than short-term fluctuations. Now, if our listeners are new to this area, 
terms like stochastic factors or ratio-type periodic evaluation might seem intimidating, but don't worry. We'll break down these concepts as we dissect the paper further. All right, let's discuss the methodology that this paper employs. The researchers formulated the auxiliary one-period optimization problems and harnessed a martingale duality approach to identify optimal portfolios. By using martingale duality, the authors have tackled the challenge of finding the most advantageous portfolio process and identifying what they term as the least favorable completion of the market. That's right, Tom. This approach is particularly novel because it accounts for the market's external stochastic factors, which represent uncertainties like changing economic indicators or fluctuations in volatility. When it comes to key findings, the paper's results are quite illuminative. The existence of the optimal portfolio processes is established, with the dual minimizers depicted clearly, contributing substantially to a portfolio manager's decision-making toolkit. Indeed. The implications of this study are far-reaching. Not only does it advance theoretical finance, but it also offers tangible strategies for fund managers enduring the complexities of an incomplete market in reality. In conclusion, this paper is a significant leap in understanding optimal portfolio strategies within challenging market conditions. Our personal reflection on this work cannot be understated. It moves theoretical finance closer to real-world applicability, equipping professionals with a more profound understanding of how to navigate an incomplete market efficiently. To wrap up our discussion, today's episode provided a comprehensive walkthrough of a remarkable paper. Engaging with such material sharpens our insights on financial markets and enriches our appreciation for the complex interplay between mathematics and economic behaviors. Join us next time as we unravel another scientific narrative, demystifying complexities and shaping knowledge. Until then, this is Tom and Jen signing off from our award-winning podcast. Happy investing and stay scientifically curious, folks. Are you tired of trying to predict the unpredictable in stock markets? Feeling lost in a sea of stochastic factors? Well, have no fear. Introducing the latest and greatest from the world of finance, Optiport Unlimited. With Optiport Unlimited, harness the power of ratio-type periodic evaluation to navigate through the stormy seas of incomplete markets. That's right. An evaluation so intuitive, you'll feel like you're cheating. Have no clue what a stochastic factor is? Neither do we. But with our patented stochastic soothsayer, you'll be predicting market factors like a psychic. And forget about infinite horizons. With our services, it feels like you're investing with foresight that goes beyond infinity. It's like having a financial crystal ball. Investors, fund managers, fortune tellers, why rely on tarot cards or crystal balls when you can just subscribe to Optiport Unlimited and unlock the true potential of your portfolio? Call within the next 15 minutes and we will include a free, yes, free investment astrological chart that synergizes your zodiac sign with market trends. Optiport Unlimited, making marketing completeness completely awesome. Call now. Thank you.